Hi, I'm Craig Marshall, and I want to remind you that the Karen Discipleship Podcast is for you, the listener. If you have a question for Dave Harvey, Tim Challies, Zach Eswine, or any of the speakers for the upcoming 2018 Summer Institute, let us know and we'll see if we can ask them for you. You can submit your questions using the form on the podcast page at ibcd.org slash cdcpodcast or by using the Submit a Question feature in the IBCD resource app. With us today is Shannon McCoy. Shannon is a biblical counselor. She writes on various biblical counseling topics and is also a speaker and has spoken with us at the Summer Institute. As you're talking about this, Shannon, one of the things that I think of is, okay, so we're, we're immersed in this lifestyle where we have all these options before us of instant gratification. So you can, you can become an Amazon Prime customer and get things in two days. Um, you can go to get fast food or you can prepare things at home. We have choices that we're making constantly about, in a sense, non-spiritual issues, although we're seeking to glorify God. What do you think the intersection is of living a life where we're just um, not even keeping in check this instant gratification thing. And then all of a sudden we slam into thinking about big spiritual problems. How, how have you processed that out in your own life in terms of your own um, instant gratification consumption sort of? Well, the, the beauty of it is Jesus is always with us. So even in the small things, he will bring to our attention sinful heart issues. Mm-hmm. Like I have Amazon Prime. I'll just, I just, the thrill of getting something in two days. Do I need it necessarily? No. But if I'm looking for something online and at a different website and I see that the shipping's going to take seven to 10 days, I'm going to look on Amazon Prime to see if I can get it. It's like, hey, it's there. I'm going to get it in two days. Guess what? It comes in two days. And I'm like, oh, I'll go by the mailbox or something later. Or it gets there and I get it and I haven't opened it for a week. The goal wasn't actually to get it and open it and enjoy it, whatever it was, it was getting it shipped. So that fed my instant gratification. So that's what we have to be careful of or like the Lord will bring to our attention. It, it's the heart issue. What happens when you don't get it in two days? Mm-hmm. What heart issues are happening? Do you get angry? Do you get, you know, like vengeful? I'm going to call them and tell them about themselves. I don't have my package. What comes out of you when you don't get what you want instantly? Mm-hmm. So that can happen in small ways in just everyday life at work. I emailed someone because I needed something and it's been two hours. They haven't emailed me back. What's going on in your heart and your thoughts? You know, weigh your thoughts. I always like to think of uh, thoughts, words, and actions. Thoughts are very powerful because then they dictate what you say. And then what you do. And if your thoughts are wrong, your words are going to be wrong. Your behavior is going to be wrong. So I like to also think about the Proverbs where it talks about wisdom all throughout the Proverbs. It talks about knowledge and understanding as well. So I like to explain it this way. Knowledge is answers the question, what? So if you're anxious, okay, I know this is happening and I'm very nervous. I'm very anxious about it. So that's, that's the no. And, uh, Understanding answers the question, why? Why do you need to not be anxious? And it, and you get a greater understanding that this is not trusting the Lord. This is going to cause me to sin if I stay in this. And then wisdom answers the question, how? So a lot of people come to us. They know 
like you tell them something, I know the right thing to do. I know what I'm doing is wrong. And they even know, I know I'm not trusting God. So I understand all this, but they lack the wisdom in how to apply it. They don't have it. So we're here to help them. How do you apply this wisdom, God's word to my situation? So that these are the things that I, that I do for myself when instant gratification is an issue with me. I know it's wrong. I understand why. How do I apply this to my life? I, one thing I notice and I take to my counselees, I first check my relationship with Jesus Christ. The passage, I think it's James 4, 8, draw near to him and he will draw near to you. The busyness of life, instant gratification feeds this busyness of life and we get distracted and we get, we're not drawing closer to God. So that relationship is not where it should be. It's not as, as intimate. It's not as sensitive where, where you need it to be so that you can get that wisdom. So that is uh, an indication. That's, you said the cross section or something. That's, that for me is how I realize I'm going in the wrong direction. I need to slow down, get away from the instant gratification trap and sit and listen, draw near to God so that he will draw near to me. And that way I will get the wisdom and learn how, what decision I need to make that's biblical. So, so it's not never having Amazon Prime or making sure right. your phone is super slow on purpose, but instead it's what's my heart as I'm using these things. And am I cultivating opportunities for patience in my daily life, seeking the fruit of the spirit of patience in my daily right. life so that right. when we come to these trials, that those are categories I'm already exercising spiritually. Yeah. Um, I have a good example of that. So Facebook. Hmm. Some people know that they cannot have a Facebook account because it drives them bonkers to see people's lives and how in Facebook there are moments where, wow, this person's life is fabulous all the time. For someone who struggles with envy, jealousy, that's an indication maybe you shouldn't have an account. But others, like, that doesn't bother me. So I'm, I'm free in Christ to be a part of this. Shannon, what's it like to be a woman in the biblical counseling world? You're speaking in some settings, doing some writing, doing counseling, obviously. So tell me about that. Well, I start, started out counseling in my church, which is wonderful because all the pastors are very supportive and they appreciate having a woman or women biblical counselors available for other women who come in looking for uh, counsel. So that's been glorious. It's been wonderful. Also, I've come across several women who have run into roadblocks where they're not able to counsel in their church because the leadership doesn't see the value in having them there. So what do you do when a woman has gone to study? She may possibly have a master's degree in it, definitely a certification in it. What does she do? I've been speaking to some women who, some women have found uh, employment with churches, but it's very small, can't live off of it, so it's kind of like a hobby. Other women have found counseling centers. This is one I, I'm thinking of um, in the East, on the East Coast, where there was a counseling center started and she was working there. Something happened where she couldn't work there anymore, so she, then she was left, what do I do? I can't do it in my church, there's no center. I'm going to start my own. That's all I can do. So she did. She set up her own personal business. 
just like, you know, getting that a business license, getting insurance, all those things you have to think about. She did that and she, and she started counseling and a lot of people started coming. So there's definitely a great need for counselors, period, but definitely for women counselors to talk to women. Women tend to, to seek counsel more than men. So we need more women counselors out there. And there are other women in this area who are also thinking, what do I do with this degree, with this calling? So she also started something on her own and supported, the church supported her, gave her a spot in the church to do the counseling out of. So that's been very helpful. And here I am doing mm -hmm. the same thing. Unfortunately, my church is far, far, far away, so I can't use my church. So now what I do is I meet them where they're comfortable. Sometimes, a lot of times we meet in Panera or, or some coffee shop or some cafe. Uh, it's a very good place if, if it's quiet enough. Mm -hmm. And for women, we are very comfortable talking in, in an atmosphere like that, tears and all. Mm -hmm. And sometimes I, for one, I found a location in the library study room. So just reserving that space, it's, it's quiet, it's closed off. You have two hours <laughs> time to do it. So that's how I've been doing it lately. Sometimes I meet in public places like Panera. Sometimes I meet in, in a library study room. Boy, that's great to hear how resourceful you've been in coming up with <laughs> ways to do that. And uh, hopefully it can be an encouragement to ladies out there who definitely have a, a desire to care for other women. Yes. And um, I love how you've pursued that through the church. It's It happens in the church as well. But then you also see these additional needs beyond and, and then have found out ways to deal with the logistics of that. Yeah, so. it's not fun. Mm -hmm. I wish there was a permanent location. Yeah. It would be easier. So I won't have to lug everything. Yeah. But I, I, I pray for the day when churches have the capacity to take on full staff counselors. Like in the past for like youth pastors, they was in, they saw the significance. So now they're hiring full-time youth pastors. And then like music, worship, it's like you can do that full-time. Way back when I was growing up, that just wasn't happening. Mm -hmm. So over time, you know, the churches are seeing the need to actually have other staff positions and hopefully counseling will also happen. We know that's greatly needed, mm -hmm. but to be able to afford to have several counselors on staff would be awesome. Yeah. And especially as it, you know, relates to women. And I mean, there's such an importance. 50% of the congregation is typically women, sometimes higher than that, because women tend to have even All more of issues. an interest. Well, I, I wasn't going to go <laughs> there. I was saying, going to say Craig? interest in spiritual <laughs> things is where I was going with that. Um, they seem more willing to talk about these things and sometimes more understanding of the church will be a place to, to find that help. And right. sometimes it's harder to convince men of that. Um, so there's this huge need, but it takes training to do, to do that well, to be versed in the scripture that takes time and investment. And so thinking through as churches, how can we um, make this feasible that our women can be receiving really good help from other women who are walking through these struggles with them? Yeah. So it's a, well, I'll tell you one thing I do appreciate IBCD's certificate program, that is very uh, doable for a lot of women who have families and they're busy and they don't have time to take off and get a degree in it. So that's something that they can do, something that they can have and can be used right away in the church. 
you know, just as a mm-hmm. ministry opportunity. So that's yeah. a great thing. And I hope you guys are advertising that more. Well, thanks for advertising <laughs> it for us. That's great. <laughs> Those, um, and, and that's exactly what it's for is not, to, not that you have to pick up and move from South Carolina. It's amazing. The Lord <laughs> enabled you to do that and go get a degree, but you can start right now where you are right. with that training. And then it's something that you grow in as you're doing it too. Just, um, I remember one counselor telling me just be one step ahead, you know, and, um, mm-hmm. and the, that's how the Lord often grows us in that as well. Well, Shannon, thanks so much for making time to talk and, um, helping us think about these helpful ways to help others. And, um, we we're, it's an exciting to hear about your heart for helping women and look forward to talking to you more in the future. Thank you. Me too. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Karen Discipleship Podcast. For more information about this episode or to submit a question for a future podcast, visit ibcd.org slash cdcpodcast. That's ibcd.org slash cdcpodcast.